Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them all across London. This story was told by Kenneth Hill in June 2011 when theme was Crossroads. Hello. <clears throat> it's 1988. I'm 26 years old. And I'm faced with having to choose between dating Richard Gere or not dating Richard Gere <laughs> in order to pursue finding out whether a one-night stand with my best friend might go somewhere or not. Now, before you start texting the Daily Mail, when I say Richard Gere, I don't actually mean Richard Gere. What I mean is this guy named Mark who embodied the hotness of Richard Gere <laughs> on the heels of American Gigolo and an officer and a gentleman. So Mark was a, a regular customer at my friend's antique shop, Shinonso Antiques. And um, it was just around the corner from my apartment in Washington. And it was there that we met. And I was smitten immediately. And it was love slash lust at first sight, at least for me. Now, Mark was gorgeous times a thousand. He had the most amazing olive skin that he inherited from his Sephardic Jewish ancestors and uh, thick, luxurious black hair and bedroom eyes and a big white smile. And he was fit and um, all that. Oh, and he had a hairy chest to die for. And all that was wrapped up in this masculine, elegant poise that radiated confidence. So I used to help my friend, the antique shop friend, sometimes by working in the shop. And <clears throat> as destiny would have it, Mark seemed to appear there on the random days when I was working. So obviously the, the universe was crossing our stars. And to my mind, it was crossing them because I was clearly meant to date and probably marry this leading man honk, Mark. <clears throat> So he was also intimidate, intimidatingly gorgeous 
and extremely reserved and um, hard to kind of get to. But I was kind of convinced he was the one. So I began to, you know, work my magic. And uh, I, I wooed him. I flirted. Uh, I basically was sending signals that I was open for business. <clears throat> um, and I also used to bump into him on the street because he conveniently lived in the apartment building just across the street from mine. Again, you know, destiny, stars, was, was all coming together up here. <clears throat> uh, unfortunately, my, my powers of persuasion weren't really working very well. And he was just tough. He, he was friendly, but he's playing so hard to get, and I couldn't get him to go out with me. Now, my expert assessment of the situation was that even though he wasn't reciprocating in this mating dance, I could tell that he was really into me by the subtle way in which he pretended not to be into me. <laughs> so I would ask him out for dinner, and he would say things like, we'll see. So it's not a no. It's not a ringing endorsement. So I pressed ahead with the sweet talk, the everything. What seemed to finally win the day was I, I sent him this card uh, inviting him to dinner. And I can't remember what the card said, but whatever it was, it worked. Because he told me that it was extremely clever and that, yes, he'd like to come to dinner. So immediately, his and her, his and, his and hers, his and his <laughs> monogram towels, you know, flashed before my eyes. I could see us, you know, on antique shopping excursions in New England. <laughs> like, it was, it was finally, you know, it was turning. So... One thing you should know about me is that um, I've mostly been in relationships my whole life. I've hardly ever been single. By, by this time in my life, 26 years old, I'd already been in a five-year relationship, been single for a year, and then in a four-year relationship. So I was kind of an early bloomer. And, uh, and so here it was 1988, and it was kind of like my summer of love. Like I was dedicated to making the most of it. And so there was Andy, David, Tom, Craig, a few I can't really remember their name, and then hopefully this guy, Mark. So all this is going on, and meanwhile, during the course of my Holly Go Lightly excursions, um, I, I made a new friend named Scott. And a mutual friend introduced us at the gym. He had just moved to Washington to live with his boyfriend, and we just hit it off straight away. And we became workout partners, and we started hanging out. And he was—he um, had a psychology degree from Harvard, which was perfect because I could tell him all about all of my men troubles, and he gave really good <laughs> feedback. So, and I was a good listener because he was having some issues with his boyfriend that he'd moved in, actually moved to town for. Blah blah blah. So, um, he was also super sexy himself um, and very handsome. And, for example, when we were working out and, like, he'd be doing his lifts and his shirt would kind of hike up and I'd see this, like, gorgeous hairy belly. He was, like, adorable. But, <laughs> you know, he, he was in a relationship and I had my hands full, so I didn't go there. <laughs> I never considered him, like, a romantic candidate. So several months go by and Scott and his boyfriend do break up. 
and we basically become inseparable buds. We do everything together. We're dating like crazy, you know, separately and telling each other everything, things you would never tell anybody that you were actually dating, blah, blah, blah. And so one night we go bowling with our group, and this peculiar thing happened. Two of our friends, two different people, like, came up to us separately and said, you know, why are you guys keeping your relationship a secret? We're like, what? You know, we laughed. We're like, we've been friends for a year. We're just friends. Nothing going on here. But they saw something that we weren't seeing. Um, that night, Scott came back to my place. It was very late. And we crashed. We went to bed. And we snuggled the way gay men are allowed to snuggle with their, just their friends. And, <laughs> you know, but all of a sudden, boom. We were all over each other. And uh, probably some third, you know, the third degree we were getting from our friends ignited this little fuse that was dangling around the atmosphere, and it was like fireworks. Next morning, we have breakfast, um, and we start talking about, you know, what does this mean, what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. Having a relationship with your friend is like the worst idea ever. On the other hand, that was really nice, really like you, blah, blah. And we decided to give it a go. We're like, we'll date. Um, and we'll play it by ear. So he gets up to go, and he's like, you know, I'll see you tomorrow night. And I said, ooh, mm, I can't do that. Um, you know, Mark, Richard Gere, tomorrow night's the dinner. And he's like, well, I don't think you should do that. I'm like, what? Why? Why not? He's like, well, you do what you want. But if you do have Mark to dinner, I think we're just going to be friends. And he left. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> I've worked so hard to get this movie star, leading man, honk, to come to dinner. And now I have to decide, do I do that or do I roll the dice with my best bud, not knowing which way it's going to go? And it was agony. I sat there just like thinking for a long time, not knowing what to do. But I reached in, listened to the, the still voice within, and, and I picked up the phone, and I looked at the keypad, dialed the number, and I called Mark, and I canceled our date. Uh, that was 12 million minutes ago from right now, give or take. And as it turns out, Scott's been with me for most of those 12 million minutes. Uh, next January, we'll celebrate 23 years together. And he's still my confidant, and he still makes me laugh. And uh, his nickname for me is the exquisite center of his universe. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows, uh, you know, what my life might have been if I had done something different in that split second. Doesn't matter. Um, whether it was my own self-determination or the universe guiding me, I chose the right path. Thank you.
For more stories, head to sparklondon.com. Spark London is produced by Journey Yates. With audio production by Matt Hill at rethinkdaily.co.uk. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.